I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about pregnancy. Now, whether you're pregnant, you plan on being pregnant, if you've ever been pregnant, or if you know somebody who might get pregnant, which is everyone, you really need to listen to this show because even if you've been pregnant and didn't take care of yourself when you were pregnant, A, we got to get the baby healthy and we got to get you healthy again because pregnancy zaps a lot of nutrients out of your system. And we got to rebuild those nutrients to make sure that you can continue on with a healthy life. So before the break, we were talking about vitamin D. And vitamin D is so important because you get it from sunlight. And when, you, when you're in the sun, you, UVB rays interact with cholesterol in your skin, creates vitamin D, and vitamin D is so important for the immune system, for bone growth. We have on our website, drjoe.com, something called Dr. Joe's Vitamin D with Vitamin K2. Now, vitamin K2 is necessary um, for bone growth, and most people don't get vitamin K2. You might get K1, from if you're eating plants, fruits, uh, fruits and vegetables. But K2 is another one that you, many times you don't get unless you're eating a lot of fermented things like uh, fermented cabbage, fermented soy. So that's why we add the vitamin K2 to the, D, the D3. It helps with the bone growth. It helps absorb the vitamin D better. And it's something that most people just don't get. And if I have to say the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy is taking vitamin D3. And it's gotta be D3, not D2. D2 is the synthetic version of vitamin D3. It has to be converted into vitamin D3, not nearly as effective. So I'm going to recommend you do vitamin D3, not D2, and that's on the website, drjoe.com. Other supplements. We're talking about supplements that women need, or make nutrients, I guess I should say, that women need when they're pregnant. Choline. Choline plays a role in gene expression. Make sure your genes are working properly. Early brain development and fat metabolism. So this is important for you, but it's also important for the baby so the baby's brain can function normally. Recommended during pregnancy, 450 milligrams a day. Where's it going to be found? Gosh, this sounds like I'm, I'm a, a broken record. Nuts and seeds, some whole grains, cruciferous vegetables, and beans. What is that? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Have I said that before? Once or twice, I think. Zinc is really important to help the immune system and make DNA and, and uh, help your proteins work. And it's also important in wound healing. So when a woman gives birth, of course, that's a physical trauma to the body, and the body has to heal from that. So if a woman is low in zinc, a, the baby may not function as well as it possibly could, but you're probably not going to heal as well as you should. So recommended again, 11 milligrams a day, very, very small amount. Zinc can be found in what? Nuts and beans, whole grains, oranges, green leafy vegetables, gosh, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds. So it's funny that all the nutrients that everyone agrees upon, whether you're, you're a medical doctor, a chiropractor, a dietitian, no matter what side of the fence you're on, if you're an omnivore, if you're herbivore, everybody agrees you need these nutrients. Where do you find them? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. I couldn't make it any easier for you, folks. Iodine is important. Most people are deficient in iodine, especially if you don't live near the coast and eat things like seaweed, which most Americans don't. Japan, probably not a big issue. They eat more seafood. They eat more seaweed. Not a big issue with iodine. And that's why when Fukushima melted down a long time ago, one of the big issues we have to worry about is radiation affecting the thyroid. But because these people have a, a diet traditionally that's higher in iodine, it was less dramatic than if it happened, let's say, in Atlanta, where people are extremely, or, or anywhere in the United States, really, that people are usually extremely deficient in iodine. 
Iodine is needed to support bones and brain. Once again, you're growing a baby inside you. It also helps make thyroid hormones to control metabolism. So if you ever look at thyroid hormones, they're labeled with numbers, T1, T2, T3, and T4, thyroid 1, 2, 3, and 4. The number, 1, 2, 3, and 4, what does that mean? It means how many molecules of iodine are attached to that hormone. So if you're trying to produce thyroid hormones, which is really important for metabolism, and pregnant women, of course, need this, you may not be getting enough iodine. And if you don't have iodine, the body can use cheap replacements. When I say cheap, things that don't work as well, bromine, chlorine, fluorine, and that's when you start having problems. So another thing I strongly advise for everyone, not just pregnant women, is get yourself a good house water filter. We should have one on our website, drjoe.com, but a good house water filter is gonna filter out a lot of these chemicals out of your water so that it doesn't affect the thyroid function. So pregnant women should get about 220 micrograms per day, very little bit. Um, we put iodine in salt because years ago we realized that people, especially away from the coast in the, in the in, 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 inland of the United States, like the Midwest, were developing something called goiters. A goiter is when the thyroid becomes bigger. Now, an organ, when it malfunctions, has a tendency to get bigger. If your heart's malfunctioning, it gets bigger. Your pancreas, your spleen, it gets bigger. The thyroid can get bigger. So what we found was adding iodine to something that everybody uses, which is salt, would solve that problem. Well, it's just the minimum amount that you need to prevent a goiter. It's not what you need to thrive, it's what you need to survive. I want you to thrive. So things like seaweed and other sea vegetables are great. Uh, super greens and essential source. Dr. Joe, super greens and essential source both have sea vegetables in them. Excellent source of the quality iodine that you need. One of the many, many, many benefits of having the minimum supplements every day you take is super greens and essential source. Again, for pregnancy, you need some special uh, requirements there. People worry about protein. We started the show with that. Protein is the building block for bones, for muscles, for tissues, for blood. An additional small amount, 20, 25 grams of protein a day is indicated for the second and third trimester of pregnancy. Easily can be obtained through beans, peas, lentils, whole grains, nuts and seeds. Another thing too, depending how old you are, is should you take digestive enzymes? I take digestive enzymes every time I eat a cooked meal. And the reason is, as you get older, your digestive enzymes drop. And the main ones are protease, amylase, and lipase, which break down fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, or proteins, carbohydrates, and fats in that order. And you want to make sure you're getting the digestive enzymes. So if I'm eating a raw meal, if I'm eating a salad or broccoli or whatever, I don't have to take the enzymes. But if I eat something like split pea soup, or if I'm eating a cooked meal, I'll take a Dr. Joe's digestive enzyme. It's on the website too. And that helps break down the protein more efficiently. Once again, it's not so much what you ingest it's what you digest. So if I'm eating something, I'm not breaking it down and absorbing it, I'm not going to get the benefits. So I want you to think about that. Am I eating foods that's easily absorbed, easy digested? The answer is yes, if you're eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. If you're eating cooked foods, you got to be careful with that. Now, another thing that happens with pregnancy is the baby starts to grow. The baby then can push up against the mother's diaphragm and can push the stomach up into the diaphragm making it very hard to digest food. Now, your stomach essentially has one job. It does more, but I'm keeping it simple. Your stomach's job is to take proteins and break them into something called amino acids. It basically, if you look at a protein under a microscope, it looks like a ball of yarn. And the enzyme, the stomach acids will unravel that yarn, and then the enzymes will break it up into something called amino acids. If the baby is pushing up against the stomach, which happens a lot of times, I've seen a lot of pregnant patients in my career, we need to take the stomach and gently pull it down away from the diaphragm. Now, if you're not pregnant, but you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, how many people have that? Raise your hands. 
it's very important that you come see us so we can get that fixed. I had this problem for years and I had burping and gas and bad breath and bloated all the time. Couldn't figure out what the problem was. And then I remember one day I was in one of my adjusting rooms. I was just about to adjust the patient and this light bulb came out of my head and I said, what if I can adjust the stomach? And I grabbed one of my interns at the time, a lot of doctors intern under us. And I said, I want you to do this to my stomach. And I had to massage my stomach down away from the diaphragm. And for the first time in my life, I had no stomach pain. I always had some or more, but I never had none. And within an hour or two, my stomach flattened out and I felt better and my, I went to the bathroom better and everything changed when I got my stomach adjusted. So now in our office, I train all my doctors on my techniques and they have their own techniques. So my doctors are brilliant because they know what I know and they know what they know, which is great. And about 85% of the patients we check have this stomach up against the diaphragm. And we pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. Let me tell you, you want to name that baby after us because suddenly you can digest food again. You're not burping. The food is being absorbed more efficiently. It's just incredible. So one of the things that we offer in our chiropractic offices is we work on the stomach as well as the spine as well as nutrition. So we try to do the holistic approach, the whole body approach. We want to get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and a good diet. This is important for everyone especially women that are pregnant, because again, it's not just you are worried about, it's the baby as well. And if the baby's healthy, your life's going to be a whole lot easier. If the baby isn't healthy, you've got a lot of stuff you've got to deal with. So absorption is going to be key here when it comes to health. Another thing I talk to pregnant women about is you've got to stay hydrated. It's important to drink enough fluid during pregnancy, especially if it's a summer month. You've got to stay hydrated. Now, when you're a baby, there's a part of the brain that controls hunger and a part of the brain that controls thirst. As you become a toddler, those two parts of the brain grow together. And as they grow together, you're less likely to feel thirst. You usually feel hunger. So many times, regardless of pregnancy or not, when you're hungry, you're not hungry, you're thirsty. So one of the tricks I tell people to do is drink a lot of water, especially before a meal. Have a big 8-10 ounce glass of water about 20 minutes before your meal. You're going to find you eat a lot less. But staying hydrated prevents contractions and can maintain what's called amniotic fluid, the fluid that the baby's floating around in. And a 60% increase in blood volume is needed for growing babies. So your blood volume is going to get higher. You're going to have more blood in your body, so you need to drink a lot of water. A good estimate is about one, one and a half milliliters per calorie consumed. That gets confusing now. So if you're going to add another 300 calories in the second and third trimester, uh, what you want to do is you want to add about uh, um, 300 uh, mil uh, milliliters of water. Again, drink more glasses of water is the bottom line. Now, luckily, whole plants that are whole food, like green leafy vegetables, melons, grapefruits, watermelon, uh, bell peppers, strawberries, tomatoes, they're also full of water. So what you can do is, if you need to, set an alarm on your phone. Have it go off every hour or two, at least every hour, and have a glass of water. Now, there was a pregnant woman I knew, and she was severely morning sick. I mean, morning sickness was terrible. She was throwing up. I thought we were going to lose her and the baby. I really did. It was really that bad. She couldn't even hold an ice chip in her mouth. It was that bad. So I was freaking out. I was like, I don't want to lose this, 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 this woman. So I thought, what can we do? So I said, let's get her in a bathtub. Because your skin is a sponge. And anytime you put, you're in a bathtub, water is being absorbed through your skin. That's why I recommend a whole house water filter. So we got her into a bathtub. And within about 10 or 15 minutes, it was like a flower. She just blossomed. Because she was absorbing water through her skin. She couldn't hold it in her stomach because of the morning sickness. But then when she got hydrated again, Morning sickness went away. So it's kind of like, you know, catch 22. She was sick, so she couldn't take water in. She couldn't take water in, so she was sick. So something as simple as taking a bath is very important. Now, if you put a little Epsom salts in the bath, you can absorb magnesium through your skin, which is good. 
And magnesium is another nutrient a lot of people are deficient in, but be careful with magnesium. Don't take too much. If you take too much, you get diarrhea. So, and so we don't want that. So that's why eating a good, well-rounded diet of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, super greens, essential source, omega-3s, uh, B-complex, digestive enzymes, that's going to help get the nutrients that you need without overdoing it. But a well-planned and well-thought-out diet, what, no matter what the diet is, especially a vegan diet, which is what I recommend, is going to benefit the mom and the baby both during pregnancy and after. So a balanced diet of whole, whole plant foods provides a lot of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that you need, antioxidants. It's going to be great for mommy. It's going to be great for baby. Now, statistics show us that rates of uh, conditions such as gestational diabetes are lower with women that are on a plant-based vegan diet. And they often help maintain a healthier pregnancy weight as well. And then they help lose the weight afterwards. So once again, there's no downside to eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. You're rocking here. All the studies are pointing to the exact same thing. They did a study of 2,028 pregnancies. They collected uh, the same community um, uh, of vegans, the same women, from 1970 to the year 2000. They showed a lower rate of C-section, lower rate of postpartum depression, a lower rate of neonatal mortality, babies dying, preeclampsia, morning sickness, and no complications higher than average. So here we're showing you that it's a benefit to be eating a plant-based diet. 2013 study published in the Journal of Family and Reproductive Health. Evaluate the eating, ha eating habits of 400, 485 pregnant women. They found that only 1.9% of them, these are just regular women, not people taking care of themselves, which is most of us, most of you. They found that only 1.9% met the, the recommended uh, intake of fruits and vegetables for pregnancy. Now, it seems like pregnant women would know that diet is so important for proper development of the baby, but they aren't sure how to exactly uh, incorporate a good diet. That's why we're doing this show. And this show, by the way, is on the website right now, drjoe.com, and you can send it to your friends and they can listen to it. So it's really great information. Now, there's also misconceptions about how many calories should be consumed in a day, uh, what food shouldn't be eaten during pregnancy is really important, and what lifestyle habits are going to promote the mother and the baby's well-being. So researchers agree that the for the first thousand days of life, from conception to two years of life, are absolutely critical for the prevention of adulthood diseases. So the way you treat your baby is going to determine, in many cases, what their future looks like. So yeah, maybe you don't want to do it, but you, you don't have a choice right now. you got to make it for the baby. That's why following a pregnancy diet that includes balance, high-quality uh, proteins, uh, healthy complex fats, carbohydrates, it uh, can ensure you're doing everything you can for a growing baby and for that baby's life. Plus, pregnant women require increased amounts of certain nutrients to avoid developmental abnormalities and pregnancy complications. So why should you eat differently during pregnancy? Well, the research says it. Research continues to show that what you eat during pregnancy is gonna affect you and your baby and how well you spring back as well. Your baby depends on the food you eat to receive their calories, their vitamins, their minerals, their nutrients, and their fluids. So why are you eating differently during pregnancy? Because your diet affects so many aspects of the baby's health. It can affect organ development. Now, it's amazing to think that you, what you eat allows your baby's heart to grow, the brain to grow, the lungs, the kidneys, the, the intestines, the nervous system. All of these organs and more depend on the nutrients that you're taking in, things like vitamin D, calcium. We talked about all those other nutrients, the micronutrients, the macronutrients. What you're eating is going to determine a baby's brain development. Throughout your pregnancy, especially the last trimester, the baby's brain is going to continue to develop. This requires adequate, adequate intake of protein, omega-3 fatty acids, other vital nutrients. My mother, 
was told by her doctor that, you know what, if you're stressed out, you can smoke a little bit. Smoking will help calm you down. Well, obviously, we know that was really, really stupid advice. So the research now is very clear that if you do certain things, the odds of your baby turning out healthy and you turning out healthy is, uh, is obvious. And that's why I recommend fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, the fiber, the vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients, the macronutrients, micronutrients, super greens, and essential source, minimum supplements. Everybody should be taking any day, especially pregnant women. Omega-3 fatty acids. I take Dr. Joe's vegan omega-3s every single day. You should too. Be complex if you're eating cooked foods, digestive enzymes. So it's not hard. It's easy. And it's so much less expensive than most of the things you're doing right now too. And of course, you have to have chiropractic care. So the baby's grows, it's going to push on your bones, pull the bones out of place, pinch nerves. you got to get those bones put back in place. I cannot tell you how many women have come to me, you know, they've had babies without chiropractic care, then had treatment at our offices, and say, Dr. Joe, it's night and day. Oh my gosh, why isn't this mandatory that women get chiropractic care during pregnancy? And I said, I don't know why it's not mandatory. Whenever you have back pain, you should get chiropractic care. That's what I would say should be the primary portal of entry if you have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. I cannot make that any clearer. So if you have pain, if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. If you've, been, if you've given birth, the baby is going to twist things out of place. If you're a sports person, if you're just alive, you should come see us. Let us check you out. If it's something we can help, we'll tell you. If it's something we can't help, we'll tell you that too, or we'll co-manage your case with another doctor. So there's no downside to getting normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system, and good nutrition. So if you want to make an appointment, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. If you're not in, we're we're in the Atlanta area. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. You can always, uh, we can set up a phone consultation with either me or a dietitian to discuss your specific nutrition needs. So that's, all that's available on the website, drjoe.com. So we're talking today about pregnancy. Now, birth weight is important. Calorie and nutrient restriction can lead to low birth weight. So now is not the time to say, I'm going to go on a diet. You're going to go on a lifestyle plan, eating a lot of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. You do want to stay away from alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. But what you eat is going to affect the baby's health after delivery. And on the other hand, eating too many calories can cause your baby to become too big, causing issues in delivery and a higher chance of C-section. The baby, it's important the baby goes through the birth canal if possible. Because what happens is the baby's lungs are then compressed and the baby is like squeezed like a tube of toothpaste and it cleans out the lungs. And we find that babies that are born C-section have higher risk of respiratory issues. So if you can have a vaginal birth, I strongly recommend you do that because it's good for the baby. Because remember, the baby doesn't have air in its lungs until it takes its first breath. And if it's clogged up with mucus and, and, and fluids, you got to get that out of the system. That's why vaginal births are so important. Research shows that excess weight gain in mothers during pregnancy, which is defined as more than 35 pounds, results in higher infant birth weights, and that could be a health issue. Mental health. Research shows that a a maternal diet and postnatal nutrition can impact the child's mental health. In one study published in the Journal of American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, higher intakes of unhealthy food during pregnancy predicted emotional and behavioral problems among children. Bam. There it is. You have a bad diet, you're more likely to have a kid who's going to have emotional issues. Eating habits. According to research published in the Journal of Law, Medicine, and Food Ethics, food choices during pregnancy may set the stage uh, for an infant's acceptance of solid foods after birth. If you're eating good, the baby's more likely to eat well. Baby's first experiences with flavor occur before birth, 
when he tastes and smells and flavors from the, amni uh, uh, flavors from the amniotic fluid. Studies show that the babies favor the foods that they were exposed to before, in, be, when they were in the womb, when they start eating real foods. So if you're eating good foods, they're more likely to eat those good foods as well. Uh, research published in the Journal of uh, uh, Perina uh, Perinatal Education indicates that inadequate levels of maternal nutrients during the mother's first trimester of pregnancy, when the embryo and the placenta undergo a rapid process of differentiation and division when the baby's forming, may predispose the infant to chronic illnesses in adulthood, such as diabetes, hypertension, stroke, coronary heart disease. Plus, the way you eat during pregnancy affects your health and well-being as well. Again, I'm, not, I'm trying to get this in your head. It's not just about the baby. It's also about you and how much faster you're going to spring back, maybe get that pre-baby body back. All these things are important, and that's why it's so important that you breastfeed. Because when you breastfeed, it, first of all, it's a bonding thing, because what happens is that when you're breastfeeding, your brain is releasing something called oxytocin. Oxytocin is a bonding neurotransmitter. So mothers will bond to their babies much closer if the baby's breastfed. And the baby's also going to have these chemical reactions as well. Also, what happens is when a mother is breastfeeding, it causes contractions in the uterus. And so the uterus and the abdomen can tighten up and become firmer a lot faster by breastfeeding. So if I can convince you to breastfeed, I'll do whatever I can to convince you to breastfeed. And it's going to help you get your pre-baby body back without doing a bunch of sit-ups. And it's going to bond you to the baby. And the baby's going to bond to you. So it's really important. If you're not willing to do anything else, please breastfeed for a couple of days. I want you to do it for a year if you can. But at least for a couple of days because something comes out of the breast called the colostrum. And the colostrum is so vital for a baby's health. Now, when I was born, my mother was told by one of her friends, oh, you shouldn't breastfeed. Only animals breastfeed. I had a lot of health problems as a child. And I'm sure the reason I'm here today is because I had to overcome my own health problems. And I'm sharing this information with you. So if I can get on my knees and beg and plead with you, please, if you have a child, please breastfeed that child. It is so important for you, for your body, for your brain, and for the baby's health. So a poor diet during pregnancy can lead to health concerns like digestive issues, fatigue, heartburn, swelling, leg cramps. Many studies show that nutrient deficiencies during pregnancy can lead to some major health issues like anemia, iron deficiency, and that causes uh, low levels of red blood cells. Uh, preeclampsia, the morning sickness, high, high blood pressure that can lead to pregnancy complications. Folks, I, I can't make it any clearer for you. You have to get the nervous system working. That's where we, the chiropractors, come in and realign everything properly. You have to make sure your digestive system is working. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, we can actually adjust or massage the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And then you've got to get on a good diet. This is not an option, I feel, at this point in your life. You have nine months. It's not about you anymore. You have to start taking care of the baby. And then after the baby's born, please breastfeed, you're going to thank me. Once you start doing it, women say, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I didn't breastfeed my first two children. I'm so much closer to the child. I feel so much better. My abdomen got flatter. My uterus tightened up. There's no downside to doing these things. It's a little challenging, but the baby has to eat anyway. Guess what? It's already there. So when a baby wakes up in the, morning, in the middle of the night crying, which they will, you don't have to go up and warm up a bottle or anything. Bam, the food is right there. Perfect temperature too, by the way. So it's really important that you take care of yourself. So the minimum supplements, once again, I want to go through this again in case you're just tuning in. Super Greens and Essential Source, those are on the website, drjoe.com. Omega-3 fatty acids, also on the website. B-complex. And then digestive enzymes if you're eating a cooked meal. It's really that simple. Very inexpensive. I can't imagine why you wouldn't do it. And then, of course, get your spine checked by a chiropractor. Because we got to make sure those bones are lined up. It's going to make the delivery most likely easier. It's going to open up the nerve and blood supply to the uterus for the baby. And it's going to help you as well. So nobody loses when you do this.
I can't understand why this isn't just standard practice. I'm going to make it. I'm going to work on that. So a healthy pregnancy diet also helps you avoid uh, and prevent gestational diabetes and preterm labor, which is going into labor early. And gestational diabetes is when a woman is pregnant, she gets diabetes. And then the doctor said, well, you have to go on bed rest. I want you to be active. I want you to be moving around. I want you to enjoy life, not just lay around waiting for this baby to grow. Plus, it's going to allow you to recover more easily after giving birth, which is going to be such a key. That's what I'm trying to hook you in with this. It's all about you, too. Research shows that certain micronutrient deficiencies can contribute to development of postpartum depression. If you don't have the right nutrients, you can be depressed, especially things like vitamin D, zinc, selenium. And, uh, and again, you're eating for two, so you got to make sure you're getting all the right nutrients. So I've got so much more to talk about. If you have any questions, you can go to our website, drjoe.com. This show is on the website. You can tune in there. Once again, the supplement, Super Greens Essential Source, Vitamin D, Digestive Enzymes, and B-Complex, absolutely positively necessary for pregnant women. And if you, not just pregnant women, but anyone, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, stop suffering needlessly. Patients come to me from all over the world every day. We're in the Atlanta area. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. And patients say, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't somebody tell me about this? And we can co-manage your case with your primary doctors, with your orthopedist, your neurologist. We want to get you well. And if you're not in the area, you can't come see us. We can always do nutritional consultation. You can just call the office from the website, drjoe.com, and we can set you up an appointment with either me or our dietitian. So, folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Again, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. The website, one more time, drjoe.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.